Smartcast. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Get Real with Dr. Ronay, Doctor of Clinical Psychology and Trauma Specialist. Dr. Ronay Calvert is Executive Director of Live Treatment Concierge Services. Live Treatment provides a unique wraparound approach of concierge services in person and virtually, specifically tailored to each client with a level of effectiveness that transcends any other program. In her daily experience of guiding clients to recovery and emotional freedom, Dr. Renee Calvert gets real to shed light on subjects that have remained in the shadows with courage and compassion. Joined by Bindi Height, international spiritual coach and mentor from Ethical Change Agency, with the mission to inspire change makers and holistic healers to create collective change to make the world a better place through the power of human connection, purpose, and podcasts. It's time to get real. Hey, Renee. Hey, Bindi. Now, um, we want to talk about uh, bitch, boss, or both. So when we look at self-image, how do we teach others how to treat us even without saying a word? That's huge. It is huge. It is huge. Um, really comes down to our self-perception. Mm. We project to the world the way in which we see ourselves. And it is so evident when it is forced. And it's so evident when we are not in alignment with what we are trying to project. We don't believe it ourselves, you know? So we're asking other people to buy what we're selling, mm. but we don't even believe it. So... It, in the initial start of it all in order to, you know, teach other people how to treat us is how are we treating ourselves? What do we think of ourselves? What is our self-perception? Um, because whatever our self-perception is, it's not what's coming out of our mouth. It's what we're actually emanating. It's what we're actually putting out there in our energy, in our, in our, in the way that we carry our, our, in our posture in in our eye contact, everything, um, comes from that internal place and that internal awareness of, of who we are and what we actually really think and feel about ourselves. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And you and I have had many discussions um, on this very thing um, for me <laughs> um, where I have found myself trying to be something that I'm not and you've, we've both just gone, this is, this is not you, this is not in alignment, this is not authentic. And you know, when you find yourself in that space, you, you're just fighting with yourself 
and you you're just going to get resistance every step of the way because it's not in flow with what the universe has intended for you. Absolutely. And really what it comes down to is self-betrayal, right? Fighting with yourself because there's that, that, there's that gut Mm. that we have. that's so well honed that knows when we're bullshitting ourselves, (laughs) you know, trying to convince ourselves and or fit inside of a box that we know we shouldn't be in. And, you know, it, it, the, the biggest betrayal is when we stop listening to our own internal voice, our our gut knows. Mm. And so, the more we veer off from that gut and we're not listening to what our own gut and our own intuition has to say, well, of course it's a fight because our whole, the whole purpose of that gut and intuition is that we already know the answers. We're just pushing back on listening to what they are. Mm. And it's, it's almost like our internal compass. And the, the minute you ignore that, you're going to be off track. Absolutely. And if you're off track and you're not feeling like you are yourself or you're in your authentic, you're, you're living your authenticity, um, there's no way that you're going to be able to walk into a room or even have a face-to-face or one-on-one meeting with a person um, and present yourself as the person you really are mm. because you're not standing in your authenticity. You can't be confident in something that does not have a strong foundation underneath it. And not listening to your gut and your own intuition is the greatest way to completely rip away your own foundation. You have nothing to stand on um, if you're not standing on your own two feet. Um, And not listening to your intuition, your internal compass, sweeps the rug right out from under you. Yeah. And... You know, when when you do listen to that gut and you you are within yourself and you are in alignment and you, you're stepping up and you're within your power, um, and you've got that confidence. Um, I know I've I've had discussions with clients where they've they've gone, yeah, but if I act confident like that, people are going to think I'm intimidating or I'm arrogant or I'm up myself. Um, uh-huh. And my answer to them is, who gives a shit what anybody else thinks? <laughs> I couldn't agree more. And I honestly think, you know, um, all across the board, you know, um, bitch is a word, you know, uh, I hear often, you know, we've actually coined it in a positive sense of saying, you know, boss bitch, you know, which can apply to people all across, you know, um, gender identity, right? But speaking as a woman, you know, um, as a heterosexual woman, there's, there's something to be said about bitch getting a bad rap. You know, the idea that if you speak up and you're in your authenticity or you just walk with confidence and you know what you want and you're not, it's not about hurting someone else to get there. Mm. It's not about, it's not about being cutthroat. It's not about, I don't care about your feelings. I don't care about how I'm coming across. That to me actually is not, is, is the opposite of confidence. If you're coming across as arrogant and you're coming across as someone who does not care about other people's feelings or who is not taking into account, you know, how you're saying things and the authenticity and the integrity with which you're presenting yourself, that's actually not coming from a place of confidence. That's coming from a place of having to, you know, almost overstate, Mm. you know, your power because you actually don't believe it. When you actually own your power and you're standing in your authenticity, you don't, you don't have to overexert. There is no overexertion. Mm. You know, it's, it's just, it's, you're, you're emanating it. You are it, you know, you're owning it. And there's nothing more powerful 
than someone who is in their authenticity, knows who they are, and can express that confidently to the world. Confidence and bitchiness are two very different things. Oh, yeah. So I choose to embrace bitch. If bitch means confidence, if bitch means I'm in charge of me, I know what I want, and I'm willing to work hard for it, then you can call me a boss bitch all day long. <laughs> and, you know, you, you've just mentioned there, like, have you ever been in a room full of people, and I know it's rare um, lately, to be in a room full of people where someone uh, walks in and it's almost like that whole energy of the room changes. Um, they light up the room. They literally glow. And that's what I'm talking about. Absolutely. Um, that is that is that, you know, gravitational pull that we all have when we are in our authentic selves and not afraid to show that person to the world. Um, there's something incredibly charismatic um, about someone who walks into a room, knows who they are, and has their head held up high. And people want to know more about that individual. Mm. Whoever, whatever walk of life they come from, they're immediately interesting because what they're saying about themselves is, I value me. Mm. You should too. Mm. And I, I must say I've actually been in that space where you've walked into a room and people have just gravitated to you and you go, what's going on? Um, but I have had that happen to me and um, it, it's almost like people come around you because you, you are this glowing light um, and if we take a step back and we go, okay, well, how do I reach that space of of being unapologetically me, being that that bitch boss or boss bitch, whichever way we want to put it, um, how do we reach that space? Well, it's about having that self-love and that self-care and that self-trust that no matter what comes at you, um, you're impenetrable. Absolutely. It's, it's about being able, it's, it's about being willing and able mm. to work your ass off. Yeah. You know, I, I help people work on themselves, um, every day of my life, but I also work on me mm. every day of my life. And one cannot happen. I believe exclusive of the other. Um, I don't ask people to do work that I'm not willing to do on myself. Mm. And if I'm tearing myself down, or I am, you know, the loudest voice and the voice we hear most often in, in life is our own. Mm. And we need to pay attention to the messages that that voice is saying. If it's saying things that are nasty and mean, oftentimes that's not even our own voice. It's things that we've picked up from other voices along the way in our lives that we've come to interpret as our own. Mm. But no one comes into this world feeling that way about themselves. No. So you pick it up from somewhere. And so listening to that internal voice and making sure that that internal voice is saying positive and encouraging things, you know, it's almost like, you know, if your goal, for example, let's just say to hypothetically, your goal is to lose weight. There's absolutely nothing positive that comes from telling yourself that you're unattractive, that you're lazy, that you're fat. Um, the teardown is not part of the buildup. Mm. There is no need for there to be a tear down in order to build yourself up. You can give yourself the goal by saying, I want to be better. Mm. I know I can be. 
Um, it's the way we frame those internal messages. It's being our own CEO. We're the CEO of our own voice. Mm. We're the CEO of our own, we're, we're the CEO of our own lives. We're the CEO of our own self messaging. Right. And it's kind of like having that memo come across your desk that says, Hey, you're doing great today coming from your, coming from your boss or, Hey, you're a piece of shit. You know, and that, you know, understanding the power of being our own boss, you know, that's really, that's really the most important boss job we have is understanding that we are the CEO of our own life. Each day as CEO of our own lives, we are determining the best outcome for our quote unquote company. Mm. It starts with us before before, before we can help anybody else or, 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 or be responsible for what we're putting out there and what, what we're projecting in terms of how anyone else is going to treat us, it starts with us listening to ourselves and understanding that we need to put in the work to make sure that the messages coming across our desk from our CEO are ones that are encouraging, inspiring, and make us make our quote-unquote employee ourselves want to work that much harder to be our best selves. Yeah, and I often say we are the stories we tell ourselves and that inner dialogue, um, you know, our, our mind doesn't know the difference between what's what's reality and perceived reality. It, it thinks it's all one and the same. So the more we tell ourselves those stories, the more reality they become. And this is where you have that opportunity to turn the page and actually write a new story um, and a new chapter um, that you are the author of and – it's that voice that you hear that you need to be conscious of. Like quite often we just are in autopilot and are not in touch with what's that chatter that's going on in the head. And when you catch yourself and you stop yourself and you can rewrite that narrative, wow, does it change how you feel about yourself? Absolutely. And when we have that day, for example, you know, you're talking about the gravitational pull when you walk into a room and people treat you, you know, they gravitate toward you. And, and you just kind of find yourself surrounded by people who are so uh, receptive to that light and that energy. We also need to be mindful of when we are creating a gravitational pull or allowing a gravitational pull of negative people mm. and negative voices in our lives. Um, when we notice that we're in a relationship in which we are not being treated well, what is our role in that? How do we teach that person that it was okay to, t- to treat us that way? And how do we unteach them? And if they're not willing to learn how to treat us with respect and dignity, then what do we need to do to walk away? Mm. Because that is, really, that, that, is, that is really essential in terms of teaching other people how to treat you is knowing where your line in the sand is in the voices and in, 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 in what we tell ourselves, but also what we decide to tolerate and accept from others. Um, because that only exacerbates mm. whatever negative voices may be in our minds. If they are reflected in the idea that we accept that from other people, we are actually teaching them how to treat us poorly by not holding that boundary and by not speaking up and by not making the decisions to say, I'm going to protect me 
In the same way we need to protect ourselves from our own negative voices, from our own negative teardowns, we also need to protect ourselves from those who seek to tear us down. Absolutely. And it takes great courage and confidence to stand up to people like that and actually uh, write the rules of how you uh, will accept their behaviour uh, or not. Um, and not not apologising for who you are either and actually not making excuses for it, just saying this is how it is now and this is how I'm going to, you know, be in this relationship with you and I'd appreciate it if you met me here. <laughs> There's never an apology that's necessary for asking and demanding mm. if necessary to be treated with dignity and respect. Um, there's, there's no apology necessary. That's a basic um, human right, really, isn't it? <laughs> absolutely. In fact, in fact, what's necessary is a congratulations mm. to yourself for not allowing that and for taking the steps necessary to say, this is part of how I teach myself what I am worth is by what I tell myself about me and what I allow myself to tolerate from other people. Um, Though that is how we teach people how to treat us, um, is by drawing hard lines in the sand and knowing where our lines are. And if something is feeling like a teardown, when you are around others and you notice that you're leaving conversations or interactions with them, feeling worse about yourself than when they began, that's a huge message to you that mm. something needs to change and you are the one responsible for changing it. You're not responsible for changing the other person, but you are responsible for letting them know that it's not acceptable to you. And then if they refuse to change, you have a decision to make. Yeah. And I know for some people, it could probably seem a bit overwhelming to even consider going down that path and having that conversation with, with people that they love in their life that perhaps are, are causing that kind of distress for them. But um, I think if you can have the courage to step up and, and speak up, um, then if you just do that and continue to do that consistently, they're actually going to start to model that behavior differently and know that, okay, I can't do this anymore. Well, what you actually create is a situation in which disrespect, disregard, lack of integrity isn't tolerated. Mm. So they either, they either grow and change along with you or you distance yourself appropriately as you need to. But mm. either way, they're going to learn the lesson that you being disrespected, disregarded and devalued is not something that's going to exist in your world. No. So, yeah, it's really just educating on what you will accept. And I know uh, you and I have talked about this previously, um, is, you know, what you what you let go, you accept. So, um, by all means, speak up uh, for yourself and stand up for yourself. Otherwise, yeah, you're always going to be in that cycle. Absolutely. And if, and, if, and if doing so makes you a bitch, then embrace bitch. That's it. Be the bitch. <laughs> Be the bitch because there's nothing there's there's nothing bitchy about that 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 that's integrity mm. that's integrity and that's courage um, and if you and and if you want it if, if if that gets if the terminology that gets applied to that is bitch then embrace bitch mm, absolutely now this sort of leads us to something as well that fosters these kind of relationships is the the uh, external validation that a lot of people seek from others and and what other people think which is what I was alluding to earlier um you know quite often we don't do things in life or we get in our own way and we stop ourselves because of what other people might think 
Um, and finding a way to change from having that external validation and needing that external validation to actually having your own um, takes work. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, one of the things I know we've talked about before is that happiness is hard work. Mm. And, you know, yeah, for me personally, I don't believe that you can actually be happy, content, at peace, unless you're being authentic, unless you're being real. Um, it's, it's, it's effort to be happy. It's effort to be at peace. It means looking at the parts of yourself and looking at the voices that you hear that are your own, that don't belong to you, assessing them, evaluating them, working through them, um, seeking help from others um, to do so as necessary um, so that we can clear that out and leave the positive in its place um, because each of us deserves that. Mm. And, you know, I think a theme that's coming through um, our discussion today is really that healing of any kind um, never ends. It's a perpetual evolution and it's something that we need to continue working on. And the moment that you stop and think, oh, no, I'm done now, I'm all good, is where you need to start all over again. Absolutely. If we're going to continue to evolve, I don't believe we stop learning and growing until the day that we die. Mm. Um, and who knows, pro- probably beyond that. <laughs> um, the idea really is that what is life for? What is the meaning of this? If not, if there's one thing to work for harder than anything in life, it is our own happiness. It's our own freedom and our own joy and our own appreciation of this very precious life. And that is something that is worth every bit of effort. Each human life is worth every bit of effort to achieve that. Um, it takes hard work, but you know what? Misery also takes hard work. It takes a lot of effort to keep yourself in patterns of people-pleasing and and listening to what others think over yourself and the time, the, the, the space that that rents in your head um, without, without paying a dime, you know, um, basically you just have squatters, you know, <laughs> that are in your head um, and that are just, you know, filling your, filling your mind with negative, with negative messages and negative images. And it, it takes, it takes work to eradicate those. It takes work to replace those with, positivity and encouragement. Um, but it's worth every bit of effort. It's the, the best work you could possibly do, um, is to recognize that if we are here, which I believe we are to grow, learn, and be the best that we can be. We don't do that by holding ourselves back by playing small or by letting other people shit on us. Mm, so, so true. Which comes back to knowing yourself and loving yourself and backing yourself, um, which I was talking about before. Um, there's, again, so many uh, clients that I have that are just not connected with themselves. They don't know themselves. They're not conscious of, of what's actually happening to them and they're just going through the motions of life and wondering why they're feeling so empty. Um, so I think that's something that um, we all need to be more conscious of is actually getting to know who we are. And embracing that. Absolutely. I, that, that's the beginning of all of it, mm. is, is knowing who we are and recognizing that if who we are is someone that we're not content with, if who we are is someone that we're tearing down, that that's the first part of our work. It's not looking at why doesn't this person like me mm. or why am I not getting enough validation from this person or these people or this situation. It's looking at what we think about ourselves 
because that is what led to all of that occurring to begin with. Um, there is no relationship in which we do not play a part. And if our part is acceptance of mistreatment, either from ourselves or from anyone else, that's where b- before we can change any relationship with any other person, we have to change the relationship with ourselves. We have to, we have to do the work and the effort to recognize and be mindful of what are the voices in our heads? What are they telling us? And what do we need to do? And what help do we need to seek to make sure that those, those messages get replaced with ones of encouragement and with ones of, um, with ones that encourage growth and evolution because any other message, you know, the, the negative messages, the negative messaging that tells us that we're not good enough, that we're not worthy. Um, those do nothing but hold us right in our place. We can't move. It's like quicksand. And if we want to move forward and we want to grow and we want to evolve, the true freedom comes from freeing ourselves from those voices, which then dictate how we're going to allow other people to treat us. Yeah. It really just starts with us. And um, when we get right with us, then that's going to reflect back on others. And it's just that whole beautiful circle. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, something that uh, brings us together in our circle is music. And uh, every episode, uh, we have a song each that we select for the playlist that you'll find on Spotify at uh, Get Real with Dr. Ronne if you search on Spotify. Now, Ronne, what's your song for this episode? Um, my, my song for this episode is Boss Bitch by Doja Cat. Oh, love that song. And uh, mine is from Brittany. It's Work Bitch. Um, love those two songs. And also we have a meditation to accompany this episode uh, called Know Your Power. Search for that on Insight Timer or Bindi High. Thank you for getting real, Dr. Renee. Thank you for getting real with me, Bindi. Thank you for tuning in to Get Real with Dr. Renee. If you've loved the show and would like to experience coaching with coaches like Dr. Renee or Bindi through Live Treatment Concierge Services, visit livetreatmentvip.com. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, my name is Prince Daniels Jr. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid. Electric acid.